Well, hello, oddballs. It's your host, Bobby. And your co-host, Lexi. And this is Oddities on Elm Street. Welcome back. Or if you're new here, then welcome. welcome. This is episode 22. Ventidos. You'll hear this week 15. <laughs> you love how I just wait for you. I know. know. I know. You gave me that look. That's yeah. right. To kick off our episode, I'm going to share a morbid tidbit. Mm, what you got? Y'all. Uh, well, nobody said that they loved the morbid tidbit, but nobody said they hated it either. So, so you, yeah. Until someone says something, I'm going to keep them coming. Yeah. Um, so this one is about a 26-year-old who disappeared over a year ago. He was just found alive hundreds of miles away from his home. Um, and it, it reminds me of that guy out of Saugatuck. Mm-hmm. But not as crazy as that mm-hmm. guy. So his name is Harley McCourt. He went missing on October 2nd, 2021 from his home in Landmark, Arkansas. His family searched for him for two years. And now, 18 months later, Harley has been located on a beach in Galveston. Gal- How do you say that? Galveston, Texas? I don't know. In Texas. In Texas. Um, So I guess the morning he went missing, his father was the last one to see him in his bedroom around 1 a.m. And he reported him fairly quickly after that. Um, I guess his family just knew that something wasn't right. They couldn't get a hold of him for a few hours after he was last seen. And Harley kind of had a history of mental illness. And he was reportedly suffering with debilitating social anxiety that kept him from leaving his house or using his phone in the months leading up to his disappearance. So in Texas, almost two years later, police stop a man for walking against traffic and they discover that it's missing 26-year-old Harley McCourt. But unfortunately, they can't detain him, but they do notify his family. And his mom and sister immediately drove seven hours to Texas Mm -hmm. and started searching for him in the area that police had last seen him. Mm -hmm. And when they got there, they saw someone that looked like him, but they weren't, they weren't sure, but he turned around and called out to them. Oh my gosh. And so his mom and sister ran up to him and the three of them all shared what I can imagine was probably the best hug of their lives. Harley says that his memory of the past 18 months is fuzzy and he's now receiving treatment. So it's it's not super morbid. It's kind of a happy end. I mean, it's a, a very happy ending. Right. Kind Just of, like but. interesting. Like, what did, what did you do? What? Yeah. What's, how'd you end up there? And yeah, like, seven hours away by, by car. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What's and, like, that? two years of just, like, not making any contact. Mm-hmm. Very, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. But I, I love that. I also read that when he got home, his family threw him a little birthday party <laughs> for the birthday that they didn't get to spend together. Oh, my so love one. It's, like, super heartwarming. But, yeah, I saw that story, and I was like, oh, I need to tell it. And that happened to- just recently that they found him? I believe so, yeah. That's cool. 
Yeah, I love that for them, because <laughs> I can't imagine how scary that would be. For all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, you guys did a great job sending in your listener tales. And I think we finally have enough to make it a full episode. Thank so we're going to do this. Thank you so much. Um, and if you're listening and you think you have a story that you'd like to share. Rochelle. 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 I don't know who I'm you wait- are, but Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for your email. Yeah. Uh, the email to send it to is, is? listenertales at gmail.com. Listenertales at gmail. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, so uh, we appreciate everyone everyone who wrote in. So if we don't get to your story, just please don't be mad. Don't be offended. Don't take it personally. We still love you. (laughs) Just want to put that out there. Um, So yeah, this will be our first ever Listener Listener Tales Tales. episode. I love it. Woohoo! I'm so excited. I love Listener Tales. I do, too. I'm so excited about this. And I have no idea what any of these are. I know. You just... I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm going to tell a story from one of my friends first. Mm. Just to get us warmed yeah. up. I'm not going to share his name. Can you tell me? Yeah, you don't know who he is, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, fucking whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> So, this was... I'll I'll call him Jimmy. Okay. So, Jimmy. I worked with him when I was, like, 18. He was, like, a really nice, quiet guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We worked together every day of the summer. Ten hours a day. And as you can imagine, that's, that's a long time to be stuck with somebody in a vehicle. And I would just, like, talk and talk and talk, you know, as a Gemini does. And he never really had much to say until we started talking about the paranormal, Mm -hmm. which actually really surprised me because he just didn't seem like the type that would believe in that sort of thing. But he told me this story, and I'm going to share it Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. So when he was a little boy, his dad was super into the occult Mm -hmm. and would, like, mess around with the Ouija board when he was with his friends and stuff. And he asked the Ouija board what day he was going to die. Okay. And it answered him. So, years go on after he gets that answer. He just kind of, like, filed it away. Probably Mm -hmm. just didn't give it much thought. But as time goes on, like, obviously, his supposed death date is slowly approaching. Mm -hmm. So, on this one morning in particular, he gives his wife and kids a kiss goodbye, just like he did every other morning, before leaving for work on his motorcycle. And on his way to work, he's backed over by a delivery truck driver, and he's killed. So, Jimmy said that after his dad's death, things in their house started to change. His mom was doing dishes one night when she saw the reflection of her dead husband's face in the kitchen window. Like, standing behind her. And after this, she became fully convinced that her husband was visiting her from the other side. Mm-hmm. And she, so she started leaving a lit candle on the windowsill. And every night 
it would get blown out by itself. And she thought that, like, she's communicating with her husband's spirit, right? Until one day, Jimmy, now as a teenager, comes home from school. He's home by himself. And he's up in his room when he hears somebody call his name. And it sounds just like his mother. But she wasn't supposed to be home from work for another few hours. So he goes downstairs. He doesn't see anybody. And he gets scared. So he goes over to his neighbor's house and waits there until his mom comes home. And then after that, the neighbor is like, you know, just having a conversation with Jimmy's mom, whatever. And during that conversation, his mom kind of like confides in the neighbor and tells her about the things that have been going on Mm -hmm. in their house. And the neighbor is like legitimately concerned for them. And they give her the number for someone who does house cleansings. But Jimmy's mom just really wanted to believe that this was just her husband coming back to visit her. So she kind of let things go on for quite some time after that conversation with the neighbor. Mm -hmm. And he told me about, like, some other creepy shit that was going on after that. I don't remember all of it. But the one thing that I do remember, like, just spooks me out so much. He told me that... um, He was asleep in his room one night when he woke up to somebody standing in his doorway watching him sleep. And it was his mother. Uh. So the next morning, he asked his mom, like, what the fuck was that all about? And she she's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, she said it wasn't her. And he said that that happened on multiple occasions, like to the point where he started to think his mom was losing her mind. I don't know what exactly took place that they finally decided to call this person that the neighbor had suggested, but they did. And this person goes over to cleanse the house. But before doing that, they do a walkthrough of the house. Mm -hmm. And they turn to Jimmy's mom and say, I think you have a mimic. (gasps) Isn't that fucking scary? And if you don't know... (sighs) Mimics are, like, like bad, uh, malevolent beings that can, like, copy someone's voice or appearance to, like, lure you in. Kind of like, like a skinwalker, how they say... Or, like, a siren. Yeah, how they mm-hmm. say, like, skinwalkers will, like, they can... cry like a baby in mm-hmm. the middle of the forest mm-hmm. to try to get somebody out there to help them. Mm. But, yeah, so, thankfully, he said that they had, like, multiple different cleanses things started to go back to normal and then they moved out of the house a few years later so it kind of resolved itself but that is so that creeps me out so much it reminds there's like a movie i don't know if i ever watched it but i remember the trailer freaked me out what do you remember it's like this little girl sitting on her bed and she i don't remember exactly but it's like another version of her is underneath the bed and tells her like like, shh, that's not mommy. There's something <gasps> creepy like that, bro. It freaked me out. Oh yeah, I don't know. So that is... That is terrifying. It's it's so scary. Oh, God. So, yeah, that freaked me out. That story <clears throat> will never leave me. Yeah, that is a good one. That's freaky. That's very freaky. Um, but, yeah, so we'll, we'll start with 
our first one from Julia. 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 This is what she wrote. She said, hi, friends. Hello. Hi, Julia. Uh, she said, I found you on TikTok and followed many of the adventures and Bobby exploring her definitely haunted house. Lovely. Yes. Uh, I then found out about the podcast and it's been one of my major things that's helped me get through my second year of medical school. Oh, my God. In one of the snowiest and coldest places in the U.S., which is like, I feel you. Not on the medical school thing, because I'm uneducated. <laughs> but the cold and snowy thing, we get it. Uh, that so. makes me feel so special. I know. And then she says, so thank you. <laughs> no, thank you, thank Julia. You. Oh, my God. <laughs> Julia, I'm going to cry. So she says, when I heard you guys were asking for listener tales, I immediately assumed I had none to write in. But then I remembered I went to college. Spooky enough of an experience on its own, living in basically a glorified cubicle they call a dorm room, <laughs> surrounded by frat boys and crappy cafeteria food. But this story is about what I think is a ghost. You can make up your own mind as to what it is at the end of the story. Okay. I love a good ghost story. Mm-hmm. So, I had a roommate. We'll call her Styles. She and I clicked immediately and are still friends to this day. So, once living together, as I'm sure you can imagine, we got very comfortable with one another very quickly. We have one of those relationships where we could tease each other and we'd play lighthearted jokes on each other all the time. We also sort of acted like sisters. This will be an important note for later. Mm. Because you should note that she'd have no problem being in my space, if Uh that makes sense. Uh Oh, I get it. Yeah. Bob. Yeah. You know, Styles was obviously smarter than me in that she scheduled to have most of her classes later on in the day, whereas my dumbass freshman self had 8 a.m.s about four times a week, at least for my whole first year of school. That just prepares you for real life. It does. Julia. Yeah. In med school especially, you're just getting yourself ready. You're the smart one. Yeah. Yeah. You're both smart. We're not. (laughs) (laughs) We uneducated. Uh, For this reason, my alarm would always be going off first thing in the morning. We had a good system, though, as Styles was a heavier sleeper than I, so as long as I grabbed it and shut it off quickly, she usually didn't wake up with me. One morning, however, I woke up to hearing a sing-songy voice in my ear going, Wake up, sweetie. (gasps) What? You, you, I don't like that. She says, shit, I thought, I slept through my alarms, and now poor Styles, who's supposed to have at least two more hours of sleep, is having to wake me up. Thank God she's such a nice person, because if I were her, I would have just chucked a pillow at my face. The gentleness in the voice and demeanor is 100% on brand for my roomie, so being woken up like this didn't startle me at all, and I assumed she was the one doing it, Kind of, like, teasing me mm-hmm. since she was having to act like my mom. That was until I rolled over in my groggy, half-awake state to make a goofy face at her bed head and show her that I was awake. But I didn't see her face looking right back at me. Instead, I saw pitch blackness. <sighs> my bed was lofted all the way up in this dorm room, which means to be 
lightly talking in my ear the way the voice was, you would have to be standing on my ladder. May I also add, these ladders that were given to us by maintenance for the loft beds were strange in the way that they weren't just straight up like you'd expect, but curved uh, curved in for a few rungs and then continued straight up, almost like a stretched out S that made a step you could easily stand on. The point is, these were not easy to climb, whether you were drunk, half asleep, or in a hurry. Hmm. When I rolled over in my stupor and was met not with Styles' face, but with pitch blackness, I quickly jumped up and looked over my bed and tried to catch her hiding under my bed or scrambling down the ladder, ladder because I literally just heard the voice a few seconds ago. She couldn't have gotten far. I saw more black, and then that's when I looked around my room. It was dark, like the dead of night. I finally looked up straight across to see Styles' bed, which I had a perfect view of from mine. Not only was she dead asleep, but she was rolled all the way up against the wall, face down, tangled in her blankets, and comforter snug as a little bug in a rug. <laughs> that girl was sleeping hard, and there's no way... She had just done a mad dash from my lofted bed to hers. No chance. Finally, I looked at the clock. 2.55 a.m. No alarm had went off. Styles was dead to the world. I didn't need to be awake. Chills ran over my body and I went cold. Whatever voice I heard in my ear so loudly and clearly that it had woken my butt from sleep wasn't a roommate which makes me think it also wasn't human. My whole life I've had experiences like this, and I think in some way I'm a person spirits attached to, but I don't necessarily understand the things I experience enough to be able to actively use this capability. That's interesting. I just kind of have these things happen to me. This voice freaked me out in the moment, but I felt safe. I mean, it felt like a loved one when I heard it, which is why I just assumed it was my bestie. So... Mm -hmm. Although unsettling, not necessarily a bad experience. I also have had interactions with a little kid who I get the sense is a boy for quite some time, and those don't feel upsetting either. There is, however, one spirit both my sister and I have seen our whole lives who oh. paralyzes us with fear. Oh my god. Funny enough, neither of us knew a thing about the other's experiences until very recently when I finally told my mom what I had seen growing up in our house, and she started asking me strangely pointed questions about the place I saw this man and descriptors of him before I could tell her. And I was like, how do you know these things? And she says, oh, because your sister always saw him too. Cool, mom. That's what she said. <laughs> in all so, caps. So, like, casual. Yeah. Oh, my God. That reminds me of my experience with my brother-in-law. <gasps> Mind you, my sister and I are 23 and 26 and are just now learning this about one another. Wow. I've also experienced some insane premonitions before or during times when either I or family members have been very close to death. And then oh she says, gosh. if you'd like to hear about any of those stories, please let me know. I'd be happy to share. I'm Julia. I'm a little bit upset that you set us up with all of that and then... Didn't, didn't share the rest of your stories? Please, Julia, please. And write back. Um, you're a great writer and you're fucking hilarious. So we love I enjoyed you. this. We love you. I and loved I, it. I really want to know more. Yeah. Please, like, please send them. Like, super like spooky story about the college 
dorm like yeah I, I know you said you it, like didn't make you feel bad but like uh, that reminds me of my roommate who used to sleepwalk i just don't love it mm-hmm. but like the other stuff that you were saying you have highly piqued my interest ma'am <laughs> i gotta know i gotta yeah. know like who the heck is this man that you and your sister both know about yeah Uh, please maybe it's that man please 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 that's what that's literally the first thing that came Mm -hmm. to my mind me too all right so our second story comes from kaylee she says my eye is twitching it's driving me crazy (laughs) Kaylee kaylee says yes i've had several spooky shit that's happened to me throughout my life but i want to talk about this one house there's always this one house that traumatizes us, right? Yeah, like the one we're in. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> so, we moved in when I was about 16. I'm 25 now, so almost 10 years ago. I got a weird feeling from the first day we moved in. The living room and kitchen you see as you walk in, then to the left was my room across from the garage. My sister and parents' room were down this hall to the right, No one in my family ever mentioned anything happening, but maybe I was just crazy. Little things would happen at first. I would swear I sat my phone down somewhere, then it's across the room. Things along those lines. But then it started to ramp up. One day I went out into this little wooded area and found a bunch of half-buried trash bags with a baby doll on top of it. What? Absolutely not. What is... Wait, wait, wait. Read that last part again. Ramped up, and then she found... She found half-buried trash bags with a baby doll on top of them. Fuck that. That's like some Blair Witch shit right there. Um. Oh, my God. Mm. She says, I picked up the doll. <gasps> and then she says, I probably shouldn't have. Oh, <laughs> oh are you okay (laughs) she says i probably shouldn't have but i got such a bad feeling i threw it back on the ground and ran back home oh my god that whole area just had this very weird vibe the air was almost still and it was so quiet despite being right next to a neighborhood i'd constantly got the feeling that i was being watched when i slept or did anything in this house from the moment i moved in i never felt alone I would feel this light pressure most nights on my thigh, but to be able to sleep, I just ignored it and chalked it up to the blanket being on me weird. Then one night I felt scared all of a sudden, so I opened my eyes to see this shadow of a man standing at the front of my bed. There was no detail in his face or body. It was just blackness in the shape of a man. Did he happen to be wearing a hat? (laughs) Right? That reminds me of the hat man. At 100%. Yeah. Um, quick little plug. Hat man. Oh, yeah. If you want to know about it, head on over to a Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. Okay. We did our first mini episode was a hat man. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Oh, my God. Wow. That's spooky. Go on, please. Very spooky. I remember staring for a few seconds, still laying down. Then I sat up and it was gone. It only happened once where I saw this figure. I woke up with my lights turned on all the time. I had a theory that there was a man and a child spirit 
I think the child spirit was trying to protect me from the other one. The child, I think, was very, very sad, and the man just wasn't a good spirit. Oh, my God. I think he was very angry in the afterlife. So there was this feeling of sadness and anger constantly, and I was my most depressed in that house. I, I, I can't imagine. She says, I won't get into detail, but I was very, very depressed. Mm-hmm. Suicidal depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. And then she says, I hated the garage. There was an attic door in there. Mm. We would close it all the time, but it would always open up again. Oh my God. Why are attics always so creepy? I don't. Attics and basements. I what don't is up know. With that? I don't know. I guess just the ground level is the place to be. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. It. It's so true, but... Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I avoided the garage whenever I could. I got such a feeling that something horrible happened in there. I should mention that one of my classmates at the time lived in that same house a few years ago and said, creepy shit happened all the time. What? That's crazy. There was a time I caught a blurry picture of a child once, but I lost it years ago. A bunch of other stuff happened, too. The TV would shoot up to 100 out of nowhere. I heard stuff like faint voices all the time. I tried to see if there was a history of some kind. I heard that there was a child predator that lived in the area once, but I couldn't find anything solid. That's interesting, because she said she sees a man and a child. And the child is trying to protect her from the man. That is scary. Still to this day, I'm not sure what was up with that house, just that it was hella haunted. So yeah, after a lot of like after a lot of this had happened, I told my friend. She was also having weird stuff happening in her house. So as dumb 16-year-old girls, we decided to Skype when that was a thing. Oh I Skype. remember the days of Skype. I I do too. Yeah. Well, let's let's age us real quick. Just on the end of MySpace. Mm. And we watched YouTube be born. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a time to what be alive. Wow. So she said, we decided to Skype and see if we could talk to the spirits or figure out what was going on. Something we would do. Mm-hmm. I hate or that. Omegle. <laughs> yeah. God. Omegle. I saw a guy hang himself on Omegle. It traumatized me. It fucked me up. It was so scary. I saw a guy get wheeled out who had killed himself in um, Forest View when I was there. They all they shoved us all in the uh, art room. Oh my god! Yeah, that was also pretty sure it was not good. I did not like that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awful. Mm-hmm. She says, "I hate not knowing things," so this was bothering. And I wanted to figure this shit out and investigate. Mm-hmm. Plus, I always loved spooky shit. And low-key, in my 16-year-old brain, I was living a movie and I was going to be the last one standing type <laughs> deal. You know, I, I you. was like that, too. <laughs> I still am like that. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> my roof is falling in on me. It's fine. It'll be fine. Oh, my gosh. Nothing too crazy happened while we were on Skype. Her cat did freak out at one point, meowing and staring at the corner. Mm-hmm. I hate when my dogs do that. My parents' dog, when we were home by ourselves, would just bark at a corner, and I would cry and be like, Addison, please stop! I can't take it anymore. 
I'd be calling my parents, like, come get your dog. I don't oh know what's going God, on. Oh, my God. No, seriously, though, that. It freaks me yes. out. Yes. Dogs, no. Cats, too. Animals. Animals, They yes. just have this sense. They like, do. Oh, God. So, oh. my friends started to get really nauseous after an hour or so of trying to communicate with spirits in my or her house. So, we got off to lay down. I looked back because we recorded it to watch back and I saw orbs floating around and heard a voice say something several times. I can't remember what was said and the videos lost in time, sadly. It was still so creepy and I wonder what happened. I've gone back years after this happened to see if I can find anything, but never did. Anyways, yeah, that's my story. No outcome or anything. We only lived there for about a year and eventually moved away. I haven't had many other experiences since, though I had this story of going to an abandoned medical clinic. That shit was wild. <laughs> Maybe I'll send another email about that story if you like. Or yeah. about the time I almost got kidnapped. <gasps> what? What are you Why guys doing to your us? Toys, girl. Please, Julia. This isn't Kaylee. Julia anymore. <laughs> Both oh. of them. Both of them. Yes. Send your damn stories, please. Like. As soon as you hear this, I need you to stop whatever the fuck it is you're doing, <laughs> type it on up, and send yes, it over. Because it's priority. <sighs> I'm right. So I'm sorry you had to experience that, but I really want to know about it. <laughs> yeah. She says, I hope this wasn't too long. Mm -mm, it wasn't. Mm -mm. And thanks for taking the time to read this. I love the pod. Oh, thanks. We girl. love you. And I follow you on TikTok as well. That's how I found out about you and found your podcast. Can't wait to hear all the spooky shit other listeners have hap have had happen to them. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Thank you you're so, so lovely. much, Kaylee. We're so glad Kaylee. you're here. Uh. Um, but yeah, mm. get those stories to us ASAP. Please. Please. Seriously. All right, we're on to Dead story ass. number three. Dead ass. <laughs> I never thought of my 26 years of age I'd be saying that word. Did it. And yet here we are. Here we are. Let never go. say never. <laughs> Story number three. What this we got? Is, this mm -hmm. is from Ohio Native on YouTube. They're always commenting on our videos. Ohio Native is. Yes. Do they hate us because we're Michiganders? Why'd you have to tell them? Uh, I mean, if, <laughs> I, don't I feel know. like we've talked about it quite a few times. Yeah, we have. So. All right. So they say, as far as my paranormal experience goes, this is what happened. My father and I were very close. He unfortunately had a lot of health problems and passed away in 2004. I'm, I'm sorry. so sorry to hear that. A couple years later, I moved to Ohio for work. I had long since dealt with the passing of my father and was mainly focused on work and a little bit of my personal life. One night, I was laying in my bed getting ready to go to sleep. I hadn't been laying there long when I thought I heard something moving in my living room. Before I could get up to check it out, I heard something or someone coming down the hallway where my bedroom was. I saw my dad slowly walk past my open bedroom door and keep going. Needless to say, it scared the crap out of me. After a couple of minutes of arguing with my own brain, 
I finally got up enough nerve to get up and see who was out there. Keep in mind, my bedroom is at the very end of the hall. There's only about four or five feet beyond it with nothing there except for a wall. So he had to have, like, walked through the wall to disappear. I think that's what they're getting at. Yeah, yeah. When I finally walked out the door, there was nobody around. I thought I might be losing it. I suddenly felt a hand on my shoulder. Before I had a chance to freak out, I realized it had a feeling to me that was identical to the way my dad's grip was. He had a very unique grip due to his health problems. By the way, when I saw him go past the door, he had a very smooth movement, and my dad had a very pronounced limp, although there was no mistaking that it was him. That was the night that I went from a skeptic to a firm believer. That's so beautiful. I love that for you. I do. I really do. I hope that brought you a lot of like, comfort. Yeah. I'm like so glad you had that moment with your dad and saw that he was at peace. Yeah. So, and with you. Yeah, exactly. Well, so lovely. Ugh. Thank you for sharing that. That's a little, a little short and sweet little one oh, you know that's great i love it you know i'm gonna interject the story i was telling you the other day about my mom mm-hmm. i woke up just randomly middle of the night and like just decided that i needed to go upstairs as i'm like half asleep and my mom is out on the couch and she looks at me and she's like oh i've been i've been trying to sit here and make you come upstairs she's got she also has a lot of health problems too, so it's mm-hmm. like going down the stairs is not easy for her. Right. So she, I, my, I guess my my car lights were just flashing on and off, and she didn't want to do anything about it. So she decided to just sit there and like call me with her mind. And I think here that's I come. So cool though, because I know. I think there's just some people that have that connection yeah. in life. You know what I mean? And it's, it's very And it beautiful. transcends beyond the physical world. Yes, exactly. And that's, and like, that's so amazing. interesting. And yeah. it sounds like they It sounds had like that. that's what yeah. happened with them. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I know. It's so cool. I would yeah. love to know more yeah. about that. And, like, if you have stories about that, too, I would love to hear those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not necessarily... They're not necessarily... That like, to be scary and scary. Spooky. Yeah. Ah, like, but yeah. it's odd. Odd on I still, I want to hear them. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Yeah. So our next story comes from Summer. That's a lovely name. Summer. Summer. She says, Since I could remember, I always had an eye for the supernatural, and I feel as though my mum... <laughs> I think she's Australian. Yeah, I my love mom, that. mum... <laughs> Was the same when she was younger. That's I so cool. have vivid memories of people whispering my name from under my bed. Absolutely <gasps> not. Shit under the bed. <gasps> I would shit my pants. <laughs> right there on the mattress. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't care for that. Actually, uh, whispers of her name from under her bed. Yeah. <laughs> And feeling pressure on my body like someone was walking from my legs up to my head when I would try to go to sleep. But this story is about an experience I had when I moved into my nanny's house for three years. I'm assuming nanny is like grandma. grandma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
2015, my nanny was diagnosed with cancer, so my mom and I decided to move in with her during that time. I was about 10 years old when we first moved into her house, and this is where I started to experience strange occurrences. For context, my room was on the very end of the house. It was connected to the garage door, but was still considered a room. Connected to my room was my nanny's study or office. I would always feel like someone was watching me in that house. I would occasionally see a dark figure lurking around my nanny's room, and it would walk in and out. It wasn't only me who saw it, though. Even my mom would acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. I would have bizarre instances where my heaters or AC would turn on by itself, even when you had to manually turn a lever for it to start. My nanny was a very successful woman who had run her own banking firm, and I guess you could say she was a bit stuck up. (laughs) (laughs) But also love that for her. Way to I was going to say, badass, also a bad bitch. <laughs> Eventually, she lost her fight to cancer and died in the hospital with my mother next to her. And that was about 2018. I remember so vividly the night after she died. My bed was directly across from her office. It was about 11 p.m. And as I was trying to fall asleep, I could hear the sound of fingers on a keyboard typing. Ugh, I don't know why, but that reminds me of Hereditary. <laughs> well, because she's she's always seeing her mom, like her mom right. passes away. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <gasps> Don't ever make that noise again. <laughs> <laughs> Miller will do that randomly. I'm like, <laughs> uh. anyways. So yeah, she says she could hear the keyboard typing. I knew it was my nanny. It lasted for about five minutes, and although it was scary, it kind of comforted me, as I never really got to say my goodbyes to her, but it doesn't end there. When we eventually moved out of her house, my mom bought her own place, which is the house I live in now. The house was built in the early 1900s and has had a lot of casualties. Even after living here for four years, I still cannot stand being here by myself. I feel you, girl. I hate being alone. I'm coming tomorrow, I swear. (laughs) The first week we moved into the home, I would hear my mom call my name when she wasn't even home. Is it a mimic? I would see dark figures at the side of my eye, and I started to experience the most surreal nightmares I've ever had. One night I was up late, probably watching YouTube. It was around 1 a.m., and I was just zoned out. For some reason, I decided to look up from the laptop, and at the end of my bed was this massive black figure just looking at me. Why is this such a reoccurring theme? That is fucking weird. That's what I'm saying. Like, when we talked about the hat man, people, there were, like, doctors actually looked into it because they were like, what the fuck is up? Yes, that is so weird. So strange. Like, what is going on? And then she says, I didn't go to bed that night. Yeah. No, thank you. All the activity has really died down after that. I'm assuming it's the same dark figure from my nanny's house that has followed me to my new house. Oh. (sighs) But I can feel the presence coming back again. It's like the more I think about it or write about it, the more it's coming back or I'm subconsciously manifesting it back. Sounds like OCD. Like, obviously not, but like for me. 
it's like, oh, fuck, I feel it coming when you, on. Yeah. <gasps> the activity started to die down when I started my studies for my senior year in high school and my final exams. But now that I've finished high school, I feel that there's an opportunity for me to start experiencing this stuff all over again. I'm 18 now and I still believe all the things I saw when I was younger. I know kids have an active imagination, but I can still say it feels like I'm always being watched in this house. I feel like there's a difference between um, like active imagination and what you're going through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. I was also told that my whole life. So, um, yeah, I'm sure you can. I believe you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then she says, anyways, thanks for listening to my story. And I have plenty more if you need any. We do. Please. <laughs> please, please send please, them. Please. We'd love to hear more. Absolutely. And also, like, maybe an update. Like, are you okay? Are you yeah. doing? Is there anything else that's happened in your new house? Like, please let us know. Anything? I hope that I hope that it's okay. I hope it's going better for you. I hope so, too. Because I know that anxious feeling of, like, you feel it coming. Mm-hmm. It sucks. So I'm sorry. <sighs> so this is our last story. It's a good one. Let me hear it. Our last story here comes from a follower on Instagram. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if she wants me to mention her name. So I'll keep it anonymous. Can you say, like, a fake name so I can say I can talk to her? Can we call her Delaney? Hmm. I don't know why that popped in my head. I like it. Yeah. Delaney. Uh, So she says, it all started when I was 13 years old. There was an obsession I had to play with the Ouija board, but never touched it in my life. I kept having dreams about it and very vivid of my playing it, but I left it alone. Years passed and things were just normal until I turned 18. I was working, had a car and all. I went to the mall and purchased a Ouija board at a Spencer's store. (laughs) Of course. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) Remember, did you ever like go to the mall and like sneak into Spencer's and and go to the back and you're like, I'm so grown. Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm full ass adult. I'm looking at vibrators and like sexy lingerie. (laughs) Yeah, that was, uh, oh, Spencer's. So many memories. (laughs) So she purchases the Ouija board at Spencer's and told a couple of friends to play it with me at a park during the day. Smart. During the day is the key. And not in your own house. And not in your own house. Because, yeah. We talked to a spirit and her name was Esther. (sighs) Esther. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Okay. Esther. (laughs) She had a sudden interest of just wanting to continue the conversation with a friend named Lindsay. After we stopped playing, Lindsay was super tired and slept for hours. The other guy that played with us mentioned having nightmares, but we left it at that. This is like the setting of Veronica. Did you ever watch that movie? Mm-mm. We got to talk about that. Just makes me think of a plant. Veronica? <laughs> yes. What plant? It's it's her name is Veronica, and we harvest Wizard of Oz a lot. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm serious. Educate me. I don't know. Veronica Wizard of Oz is a variety of the Veronica perennial plant. 
But yeah, the movie Veronica is in Spanish. Oh, really? I remember when it came out, everybody was saying it was like the scariest movie ever. And like people were throwing up in the movie theater. Very dramatic. But I didn't think it was that scary, but it's based on a true story. And the true story is actually fucking terrifying. We got to talk about it sometime. It'd be perfect for like a mini. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just called Veronica? Yeah, it's called Veronica. Well, here's Wizard of Oz. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. She's a proven winner. Look at that. Okay, so she says, One night, Lindsay and I were at our friend Paula's house. I picked that one. Do you like it? (laughs) We played the Ouija board again. And long story short, when I kept asking if we could stop stop the game, all it would reply was, ha ha ha. Mm. And it would also point out saying to die over and over. Um, what? That's it a, would it would just, it would spell out die? I was going to say, like, throw that shit away, but I heard you're not supposed to do that. No. I don't know what you do in that situation. I'm not entirely sure either. Yeah. Like, do you, I feel like you burn it, but I don't really I've know. I've heard that, that that's like, bad too. Also, right. Like, what, what the fuck do you do with I've it? heard, like, burying it. Mm. With, like, uh, some type of, like, offering. Interesting. She says, I also remember asking if I was pregnant, and it said yes. And I was, in fact, pregnant with my daughter. Oh my god, what? That's fucking crazy. Years passed, I had my daughter, but I always felt someone following me and staring at me. Mm, I hate that feeling. Yeah. It makes me cringe. Mm Mm-hmm. I was married and had a lot of problems as my relationship was very toxic. I'm sorry. Things didn't work out and I divorced him. Good for you. Two years passed and I met the father of my son. Hmm. We got married. He had a two-story home, but the rooms on the second floor were empty. All I can say is that through my pregnancy every night at 3 a.m. Oh, God. I could hear a very loud noise and steps coming down to my room. <gasps> my baby would move in my belly like crazy. <gasps> no. And then I'd get the feeling that it was grabbing onto my stomach. Pregnant, that scares me. Like, stuff with pregnancy. <laughs> it's like my worst fear. Oh my god, like, I cannot... Like, I've never been pregnant. I can't even think about that. But just the thought of that, that freaks me out. Like, what? <sighs> okay, continue. Oh, my God. She says, I ran out of the house and drove to my mother's house a couple of times for that reason. It would not leave me alone. <gasps> one day, in one of my very lucid dreams, I saw it, and it was staring at me mm. while it was choking me. Oh! Oh my god what and at this point i was struggling to breathe and my husband heard me struggling and woke me up weeks passed and i had another dream that i was at the delivery and a nurse gave me my baby but its face was covered when i uncovered the face it was not a baby it was nothing but black snakes oh. i woke up very scared because i was way past my due date and i didn't know what was going on Bro, oh my god, listen to this. When I had my son, 
his umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck twice. And since it was a natural birth, he choked and had to be revived and was in NICU for a week. So she's having dreams that she's being choked by this figure and that her baby is like a bundle of snakes. And and it's been like apparently grabbing and her, her. Yeah, her baby. baby's been moving yes, around like, while she's hearing noise. This is fuck? so crazy to me. She says, thank God he's healthy. That's, oh my God, that's like great news. But then we moved to another house because it was too much in that house. I don't blame you. Until eight months in the new house, my son, my, my son, my son, my, my son started screaming. It was 3 a.m. And no. he kept saying, it's here. <gasps> <laughs> this is so scary to me. Oh, um, <sighs> this sounds like a fucking movie. This sounds like a horror movie. Oh, my God. Like I'm this. sorry that that's your life. That is so terrifying. That is so scary. I hope, I hope you're okay. And like, maybe, I don't know. Write a fucking book or something, because damn. Uh, okay. She says, after that, faucets and lights would go on and off randomly. People that visited our home were bothered while they slept by some entity. There were maggots forming in the garage <gasps> in the middle of winter. What? My marriage ended shortly after that. That's when I met a priest from Brazil. He said I was being bothered by some demon that was not going to leave me alone, but I now live in peace and I lo- I no longer have fear. That is oh, crazy. Oh my god. Is that it? That's it. <gasps> you must be one strong ass woman because the thought of that makes me want to crawl in a hole and piss myself and <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds fucking horrible. And especially, like, having to do with your your child. Yeah, no. No, that's so bad. Oh, that's so scary. I'm so glad that you, whatever happened, you seem to be okay doing now, a lot yeah. better. But, like, did she say, like, how long of a span of time this was? Sounds like over a few years, at least, yeah? I'm guessing so, because... Started when she was 13, and then when she was 18, she was. That's when she asked if she was pregnant, pregnant right, with right, her right. daughter. Okay, yep. And then two years passed, she met the father of her son, moved in with him. Her son was born and had to be revived. And then eight months in the new home, the son was screaming at 3 a.m. in the morning. So, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming if over a few years, yeah. The 3 a.m. thing really hits me, too. Yeah. See, like... That and, like, the shadowy figure at the like, foot of your right, bed. Like, all of it, obviously. There's so many, like... There's... It's way too full circle. It's way too common to be coincidence. Right, It's like it has right. to mean something. Right. We should... I want to have, like, um... Uh, a conversation with like a dream interpreter would be so interesting. I think so our dreams like tell us a lot about like our subconscious. But do I want to know that about myself? I don't know. Maybe I want to just leave that locked up for now. Right. Because it's like, can you change it? Uh, right. Did I tell you about the dream I had about Andy that I like literally thought was like 100% real? I don't think so. 
Tell me. Like, all I know is that I woke up in the middle of the night, and what I thought I saw was my stepdad changing the temperature that we have on our little thermostat, which is right inside, like right outside my door. Mm-hmm. And I like sat up in my bed and he looked at me and he was like, this is why you don't fuck with my shit. Oh my God. <laughs> and then proceeded to walk upstairs. And I remember getting in my phone and like Googling, like, what is the, like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something about like, what is the fucking reasonable temperature for your basement or something like that something along the lines of like like what is the average temperature for basement and it was i don't remember what it was but it was higher than what he had it set to get to 63 at night but it felt so fucking real like i i woke up was the first thing you did go over and check the temperature i I checked my phone (laughs) and i sure shit it was in my history. I like Googled a bunch of different <gasps> random questions about the temperature of basements or whatever it is. What? Yes. And I literally like later in the morning, it was bothering me so much. Like I texted him and was like, I'm really sorry. I fucked up your shit. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <gasps> oh my God. What? Yes. Dude, it was, he, I was like, um, that is so creepy, though, that you I went, know. oh, my God, the Google searches. Right. I Because I was like, this is fucking weird, and I don't know what's going on. And, like, the fact that I woke up in the middle of the night and just Googled that shit. It's like, huh? That is so... That's, like, fucking weird, right? That's so weird. Like, I could... I would fucking... I was, like... It wasn't even a question in my mind that it was a dream. Okay, but for real though, I had something similar to that happen. Really, what? But yeah, it was, I think I might have told you before. I don't don't remember, but Miller and I were on our way home from somewhere and it was really late and we were driving down the road and we saw a woman in a wedding dress standing on the side of the road. Oh my God. Why? That's like so typical. We were like, what the fuck? I, Miller didn't see it. And I was like, did you, I was freaked out. And he didn't see it. I was like, okay, we got to turn around. Like, we got to go see what's going on. So we turn around and we drive past. Somebody put a fucking mannequin out because they're assholes. You did tell me that. Yeah. Yes. So they put this mannequin out in this wedding dress. And I don't know why. Just, you know, normal fuckery, I guess. And then we get home and we're like going to sleep in bed and I have my phone underneath the pillow and I thought that there was, what do they call that? Um, Like an Amber Alert Mm, mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I thought I got an Amber Alert in the middle of the night, but Miller, when I woke up the next morning and told him that it woke me up, he was like, no, that was your alarm clock. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, no, I'm I'm almost positive it was an Amber Alert. And he's like, if it was an Amber Alert, like, you should be able to find it in your notifications. I couldn't find it. Went to my alarm clock. My alarm clock was set for the middle of the night. Super weird, right? I start telling him 
very vividly about how I remember this Amber Alert, what the truck looked like, the little girl, how old she was, blah, blah, blah. And mm, later on that night, no, it came on no. the news. Yes. It was so fucking weird. It was so weird. But mind you, like I had, um, it wasn't really the middle of the night that the alarm went off. It was 4.30 in the morning. That's what time we used to have to wake up to get to work. And I just left it on on the weekend. But it, it was so, like, mind-blowing to me. I, I still can't figure it out. But yeah, I knew I knew all the details, but we didn't see it that morning, that afternoon. We saw it late that night that we both got an Amber Alert on our phone. And it was... What did Miller do? Did he look at you and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. He's like, maybe you really did get an Amber Alert. I was like, I didn't find one of my notifications, and they just put this out. It was so weird. It freaked me out. Dreams are so interesting. Yeah. Well, and it was it. It scared me that that happened on the night that we saw that fucking mannequin. I hate mannequins, bro. <sighs> Not about it. I have a sweater from a podcast called "It's Never a Mannequin." That's what Crime Junkie says. Oh, yeah. That's like one of their crime junkie rules. It's never a mannequin. Yeah, yeah. I have a sweatshirt that says, uh, cult leaders are not cute. Thank you. And I agree. Thank you for that. Yeah. I fucking hate when it's romanticized. Yeah, and you know, we went to the expo and I saw <gasps> yes, a bunch yes. of those serial killer t-shirts. Yes. And I was like, ew. Literally the same. Yes, because... Rachel and I saw that, and I was like, she asked me if I wanted to go over there, and I'm like, not really. <laughs> no. No. All right, so thank you all so much for sending in your lovely little tales. And um, Julia, Kaylee, and anyone who else has extra stories, please, seriously, I need to fucking know. Send I need them. to know Send them what in. else you have. You're just teasing me and I don't appreciate it. I don't like it. <laughs> I loved your stories though, so thank you so much for yes. writing in. Um, we really hope to hear back like ASAP, please. And Rochelle, I'm waiting. Thank you so much. Yeah, and anybody new that we didn't read from today that has stories, please send them in to listenertales at gmail.com. That's so fun. So that interesting. I love I like these. Yes. Because it's like it's it just spices like, it up a little. Yes. You know? Yes. These aren't stories that you can find on the internet. Exactly. Exactly. They're like personal. And you, you tell them to me and I'm just sitting over here like <laughs> <laughs> It's your exact reaction, ah, ah. actually. Oh my god. But seriously, love it. Thank you guys so much. And thank you for the kind words, too. I know that most of it was, like, Bob's TikTok and all. But, like, <laughs> I'm going to take it anyways. So thank you're, you. You're part of this, too. You deserve it. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for being here. I hope you have a lovely week. And remember to always, always keep, keep it spooky. spooky.